Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Do Two Like Movies. I am Dan Max, and with me, as always, is Mad X. Ah, I tried. We were we were thinking of stuff before, and uh, I liked Alec Humongous, but you know he. Uh, Not sure. It didn't rhyme. Maybe. I mean, anyway. he ripped, and he wore a hockey mask. So, anyway. But, you know, it's true. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so today we're going to do uh, two things. One, we're going to do a retro review of Mad Max 2, uh, what was that one, The Road Warrior, mm-hmm. and then we're going to talk about the Golden Globes. So uh, before we do that, uh, real quick, just wanted to mention, um, I saw Parasite on Hulu the other day because Emily and I were trying to find something different to watch, and you know we saw it on there, and we heard it was on there, we you know, obviously won Best Picture last year. So very briefly, I just want to say it was really good. It just... Uh, Surprise me. The thing that has that it has going for it is suspense, and it's got a good, like a different kind of story. You know, like it, you don't know where it's going. Yeah. Um. The ending, I wouldn't say derailed it for me. It just like because I knew what was going to happen eventually. I just mm. thought that the ending kind of came out of nowhere for me personally. Mm. But it was still enjoyable. I'd give it a solid nine out of ten. I have to watch it still, but from what I've heard from everybody, it sounds very good. I'm just trying to make time for it. I mean, I'm, it, I mean, so out of the 2019 movies that were nominated for Best Picture that I saw, I mean, you can make an argument for Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I can't remember what else was nominated, but I mean, it, say what? 1917. Oh, yeah. Um, sure. Irishman. Irishman was boring. But um, it was good, but it was just like, Cut to the chase, Scorsese. Come on. Anyway, uh, cutting to our chase, though, what I'm saying is, uh, Parasite. It it didn't not deserve Best Picture. I thought it well. It was, I thought it was well deserved. I thought it did fine. Hmm. If people were going to complain about, oh, the movie's not English, so it can't win. It's like shut up. No, I know. Anyway, funny. um, so now we're going to do a retro review of Mad Max: uh, The Road Warrior. I keep wanting to say Beyond Thunderdome, but no, it's it's The Road Warrior. What's the third one? So I think the first one was Mad Max, then it was The Road Warrior, then it was Beyond Thunderdome, then it was Fury Road. Yep. So a little bit of backstory with Mad Max. Um, I saw Fury Road before I saw any of the other ones. I saw it in theaters when when I worked at the theater. And um, it was good. I just thought that it could have had more of a story. It was pretty simple, even though the action was magnifical. Um, but in terms of story, and it didn't really focus on Max that much, I thought. I mean, he, he was in the movie, but he didn't really have a point. I mean, he, he had a point, but he didn't really, he wasn't the focus, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and so, oh, what was I going to say? Then, finally, this past week, um, I got the chance, you know, I just sat down and watched The Road Warrior, which I've heard is like, oh, it's one of the best action movies of all time. I've still not seen the first one. Uh, Beyond Thunderdome, I've heard, is kind of meh, and it's on HBO Max, so I probably could check it out. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, The Road Warrior, I know it's like got cult status. Like before Fury Road, everyone said that was the best Mad Max movie, and it is also The Road Warrior. Uh, I think is one of the only Mad Max movies to get a mention in South Park. Well, I was going to talk about that in a minute, but yes, um, mm-hmm. I also want to mention too, as somebody who didn't see the first Mad Max. I didn't really need to in order to get the Rogue Warrior because it kind of, it's its own thing. Like, 
in the movie, in the beginning of the movie, they kind of explain what happened. They don't really explicitly say like, you know, what caused the end of the world. I can't tell. I, I wasn't able to tell if there was a, it was a, it was kind of like fallout where it's a resource war and they were running out of uh, oil and other resources. It wasn't like a nuclear fallout, right? Oh, it was nuclear. It was nuclear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I didn't get that, but anyway, so the short story is basically Max Mel Gibson. Um, what is this pre lethal weapons? This is 1980, 81. Um, he's going through the Australian desert and, uh, the big commodity is gasoline, you know, just, I don't know why. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Gasoline is the most sought after commodity, but I mean, I would think more like water and whatnot, but anyway, and he's, he goes around, then he finds this one guy. Um, I think his name officially is gyrocopter or whatever gyrocopter. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's like, okay, don't kill me. And I'll go ahead. And, um, he's about to kill the gyrocopter and he's like, okay, I'll show you this one place where they have a bunch of gasoline and whatever. And then he goes in there and finds out this community is being attacked by humongous and his, it was basically, um, what's that term? Um, oh my God, I'm blanking on it, but just like that style of clothing, you know, the, like the, the leather. Like the BDSM kind of stuff he was wearing? Yeah, but there's a term for that. I can't remember what the term is. Bondage? Not really. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about because he's wearing... Well, it seems like apparently that that style, cy- like, not cyberpunk. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to waste time talking about it. But basically, that was kind of that. It was like one of the first movies to have that kind of, you know, aesthetic to it. And... Um, so Max, uh, long story short, he ends up helping this group of people who want to go to the Australian coast uh, using a tanker. Uh, he steals them a tanker, and then he drives it, long story short, and they uh, are chased by Humongous and all them. But, you know, that's without spoiling the ending, you know, but that's basically the story. Hmm. So it, It's a good movie, and the reason why the, the guzzoline is so sought after is because it will it can get you to resources is why because it's not like like in like um that makes sense because they're in the middle of the desert in australia yeah it's like um what's that movie uh book of eli where they had the water underneath you know and they had a well and a law and order with people trying to get it yeah remember that it's not like that because like all the resources are almost all depleted and the world was hit with a nuclear bomb. Mm-hmm. So gasoline is sought after because it'll get them in and out of the desert because no one's going to go to the desert. So yeah. It's a good place to live, but there's just not any resources. So I have to go out and get it. Yeah. But I'm trying to think what the heck. By the way, I love Mad Max in case anyone was asking. No, it, that's what I was going to say. What's good about it, I mean, it, there's not a whole hell of a lot of dialogue, and I think at least for the first half of the movie, or the first third, there's not a whole hell of a lot of dialogue, and that's one of its strong suits. You can understand the story without it, you know, and... It, that's, it relies a lot more on physical uh, visuals. visuals. It's, it's more of an action movie. It's not, I mean, it's got a very simple story, but it's still effective, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, they make you root for the characters, they make you invested in the story, even, like, with very little words. Because you understand, like, where these people are coming from and the fact that it's, you know, the post-apocalypse and resources are, you know, varied and, and, um, yeah. Hum- humongous is a dick. 
Yeah. Although that was one criticism I had is they didn't really, I mean, they built up Humongous, but they, you only see him for like what? A combined total of four minutes of screen time. He does that speech and yeah. then just walk away. The other guy, um, the, the, other the, guy with the, with the Mohawk, what was his name? Vic or Vex or something? Or I think it was like Vex. Cause he had the, he had the little, the little, uh, gay twink boy, whatever Wes. on his bike that, uh, that they killed. Wes, that was his name. Wes, that's it. They killed him with the little tomahawk, the kid, and he got really angry and wanted to kill them all. Oh yeah, and I think pretty sure he lost his fingers to that boomerang too. Uh, that was that was someone else, I think. It was okay. I swear it was him, but I, oh well. Anyway, still. And um, yeah, I mean the action sequence. I mean, the end of the movie with him in the truck, and yeah, it's very, it's pretty well edited for for an '80s action movie. You know, it's a good like, movie. If if it weren't for the you know obviously the photography at the time and you know the the way that the score was you would almost feel like it's a movie that was made today you know it, and also I'm pretty sure the guy that directed the original three directed Fury Road and is trying to direct the new the second uh, installation of the new Mad Max series yeah apparently they've already filmed it's called the Wasteland and he's also trying to do Furiosa so but yep. yeah um. I liked uh, what's his name, the gyro gyrocaptor captain, the little uh, airplane dude thingy. Yeah, um, the that that tells him he knows where to get all the guzzoline and all that. He has the weird hat. Yeah, he's box. not. Um, well, he's got the aviation hat, and he's yeah, um, like aviation hat. He's not. I mean, he is kind of crazy because everyone's a little bit crazy, you know, because it's a post-apocalypse. But he's got a good heart, you know, because I think yeah. he doesn't save Max like when. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, it's been out for like 40 years now. Oh God, it has been 40 years. Um, when they kill Mac, Max's dog, I was so pissed. I just, I lost it. Well, I didn't lose it, but you know, I was just very Max, pissed off. Yeah, I think he got a little mad. Mm-hmm. Uh... Max got mad. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's like simple stuff like that. It's a very simple but effective movie and it's very, what's the word? The action is very top notch, especially for the eighties. Mm. Yeah. So that. Yeah, and I guess maybe now that I've seen Road Warrior, I'll go watch Beyond Thunderdome, but I think rewatching Fury Road, I might enjoy it more because of having seen the original. Honestly, if you rewatch the trilogy and you rewatch the reboot, it's like I know because it's like obviously thirty years, you know, you get better technology, but just the storytelling is just night and day. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't get much with humongous. You didn't get much really in the Thunderdome. That one is kind of meh. You get the whole, like the whole lore of the movie in the first one, but then in Fury yeah. Road, it, you just get all of it at once. Like it just gives you like, Oh yeah, here I yeah. am. You kind of you understand his motives more, and he's not in the movie for only like five minutes, and yeah, and and he doesn't speak at all, hardly in Fury Road. Like he speaks very few words. And when he does, you know, spoiler, die in Fury Road, it's very effective, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, I would give Fury or not Fury Road. I would give Road Warrior a solid seven and a half, eight out of ten. I'd give it eight and a half. Yeah, I just think they could use the humongous more. Mel Gibson, I mean, he's good when he's not talking. I mean, like I said, he's a good act. Act. It's good when he's not drinking. It's good when he's not 
driving and drinking and getting pulled over. But yeah. Um, Leaving voicemails. But, uh, and yeah, you mentioned the South Park. I remember that whole episode where they had a butter We did the whole humongous thing. And then um, there's a couple other things. I just, I just thought that um, I remember the, 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 when they're like, we're going to ban all the queefs and the women's like, why we have our own of the unicorn, the, 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 the tie or the top, the top knot, the humongous. And then it just does the whole speech. And then, um, Shit. Oh God, I remember just Mel Gibson. He just quotes directly from road warriors. Like you want to get that tanker? You go through me or something like that. He just says that to the camera and, um, Oh God. Um, <laughs> Mel, 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 what has time done to you, buddy? Oh, Mel Gibson. I love uh, also that in The Passion of the Jews, like, if the Rogue Warrior says it, it must be true. <laughs> anyway, I think I think South Park liked the Rogue Warrior <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so now we're going to talk about the Golden Globes. Um, I'm only going to talk about the movie awards because I, you know, we're not talking about TV shows. Um, however, I will mention really quick, um, Schitt's Creek won Best Musical or Comedy Series. Have you seen Schitt's Creek? I have seen uh, a few episodes. Some were good, some were meh to me, but overall, I, I, I watched it fully. From what I've seen, I'd give it maybe a seven and a half for me. Emily and I are uh, watching it now. We're like halfway, we're almost at the end of season three. There's like six seasons. Hmm. How do you like it? Yeah, I'd give it like a good old eight or nine out of ten in terms of just comedy, you know? Couple That's characters. I don't know if you know who Bob is. Was he the gay one? No, he's the he's the um he's the mechanic in the town. I hate him very much. I have not. I have might have seen him in one of the episodes. I've only seen maybe about four or five episodes, and I'm not sure how far they were spread. But anyway. I know my sister likes it. That's how I watched it. So with the movie awards for the Golden Globes, some of them were a little surprising uh, for me. Um, well, okay, so we got to preface this. Every award season, we don't see all the award movies, you know? We we saw Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I just saw Parasite. I think I'd seen The Irishman. Not, and I, I saw The Irishman as well. Yeah, and, you know, it, we, we are not, like, we don't go out of our way to watch these award movies, you know? Like, now's probably the time. Um, and actually, I will say a lot of them are on Netflix and Hulu, so maybe we should take a moment to watch these. But anyway. The problem um, is, though, too, the Golden Globes are mostly, like, for more TV than they are. Because when we did the Oscars, the Oscars are all about movies. Well, I think, I think more of the middle, but yeah. Yeah, it's like Golden Globes. It's Yeah, they have some of the movie stuff, but on the whole, it's more about the TV people. Yeah. But, so... Uh, we're going to just talk about the categories we actually, like, care about. Best foreign language film, not to be, you know, xenophobic or whatever. We just don't really care. Um, I oh. don't know what any of these movies are. But... Xenophobic. Damn the, 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 the damn Minir, min, min, I don't know. Alec, don't, don't even. Don't <laughs> even. Um, okay, so, best animated feature film went to Seoul. Big whoop. Big surprise. Yeah, exactly. That was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised Onward wasn't, I mean, Onward was nominated. It definitely wasn't as good from what I've, again, I have not seen it, but um, Best Original Song, I don't know any of these. 
Best original score went to Soul for Trent Reznor and Atticus Rost and I think someone else. I thought that was a pretty good score. So, it was. It was a fantastic one. I really liked Soul. That was a fantastic movie. Um, best screenplay. Okay, so here's the thing. I've seen clips of the movie that won. So, like, I can tell why it won the, the Golden Globe. It might win the Oscar, at least for original. I think it would be original. But anyway, um, Trial of Chicago 7. You've seen it, right? I have. It was, it was okay. I feel like they just push up the drama for the TV more than, you know, because I, I remember when I watched, um, what the hell, I forget the name. It was the one about the, the Central Park Five, that one. I remember I watched it and like I uh, saw a pop, pictures of, or not pictures, uh, parts of a podcast that actually had one of the original police officers who escorted the five in there and he was on a podcast when it came out like like a few weeks later he's like yeah none of this happened like this is all just for movies like we never said this he never said anything about mm-hmm. him doing this to that woman blah 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 it's like this is all just for tv so i kind of would want for myself like it was good uh for what it was as a drama but i think i would have to uh look more into the actual thing. Cause I think that's what these, these things are the purpose of to do mm-hmm. is to get you to actually look into what is going on. So I yeah. think, and uh, a lot of the times movies based off real events do take a lot of liberties, like Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. that like only 25% of that movie was real as far as I know. And then, yeah. Cause I know Sacha Baron Cohen was like, I want to do with this, this and this. Cause it was all that happened. And they were like, we can't do that for the movie and the make money here. But anyway, make money. <laughs> um, <laughs> But anyhow, yeah, that, they do take liberties. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this one took a lot of liberties, but I've never actually looked into the actual trial. So, I mean, I could be wrong. They literally could have been as bad as they were. But I would have to look more into it. But honestly, I'd probably give it, a, a, for what I liked, I'd probably give it an eight. It wasn't okay. bad. It wasn't bad. Um, best director, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. <laughs> I've heard that that's pretty good. It's on Hulu. I might have to check it out. Um, we'll have to definitely look. Uh, supporting actress, I didn't even know this movie existed until like I heard that she got it. The Mauritanian for Jodie Foster. Apparently, Wait, huh? What what was it? The Mauritanian? Mur- 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 yeah, it's probably Mauritanian. That, yeah. that's that sounds better than you know. Uh, it's based really? off of a true story of a Sahili's experience of being held for 14 years without charge in the Guantanamo Bay camp. Okay. Nice. And supporting actor, again, this movie is on HBO Max, so I need to watch it. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, Daniel, Kalu- Daniel Kaluuya. I think the guy from Get Out. He's the guy from Get Out. He's the guy um, also from, oh, God. Black Mirror. He was in Black Mirror as well. I didn't see his episode, but his was his was actually a terrifying episode. Mm-hmm. But I remember because that one, I think it was one of the earlier seasons. I saw him. And I'm like, weren't you just in Get Out? Like I just saw that. But yeah, he. I did not know even though he was British. Mm-hmm. Like he pulls a very good American accent. Well, and then best actress again i mean it's just i haven't heard of these movies because we haven't gone to the movies this year and i haven't seen trailers um rosamund pike for i care a lot okay and then 
Best actor in a comedy. Uh, sorry, I should mention these are comedy or musical. Um, I did not expect this to happen, but it's kind of funny that it did, and I think it was well-deserved. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen won for Borat, too. I don't see who... Andy Samberg, Dave... Pat I don't think any of them could have... No, Sasha Baron Cohen. I would have saw Sasha Baron Cohen win. That was a uh, that was a great uh, great movie, and I thought that was well deserved. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, some of it kind of dated it itself, but yeah, we when we watched it all of us together, fantastic. And then we got <laughs> best performance in a motion picture drama. We got actress uh, Andra Day, The United States versus Billie Holiday. I am not sure. Uh, hold on. Oh, apparently, it's about the war on drugs. Maybe I'm just reading off of Wikipedia here. Uh, I would, I'd have to see myself. I'm not sure. And then Chadwick Boseman won a posthumous. Um, I think that's how you pronounce that word. Posthumous. Yep, uh, one for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Um, I've, I've heard Oscar buzz. So maybe he could get a posthumous Oscar. Posthumous. What, what is uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? It's a movie. I've heard about it again. I think it's on Netflix. So I'm going to have to check it out. Uh, it's a drama. Uh, it's about Ma Rainey, an influential blues singer, and dramatizes a turbulent recording session in 1920s Chicago. Hmm, that sounds like I'd watch. It stars Viola Davis and Chadwick Boseman, and apparently Denzel Washington produced it. Well, then if Denzel did it, I'm definitely going to watch it. My God. Denzel? Uh, and then, all right, so best picture. I'm going to do drama first. Nomadland, which, okay, so... Starts so Frances McDormand. Apparently, she's got Oscar buzz for this. Um, apparently, it's about a woman who loses her job, and so she just decides to buy a trailer or something and basically just be a nomad. And I've not seen the movie. I think it's on Hulu. But, yeah, that's that's what mm -hmm. I'm... Hmm? Says to be a nomad buying a trailer? Uh, let me double check here. Yeah, a woman who leaves home to travel around the American West. Yeah, it looks like she has a van. Oh, okay. That sounds interesting. I could probably watch that. Yeah, and then... Uh, musical or comedy was Borat 2. That surprised me because Hamilton was nominated and I thought Hamilton was going to get it. Yeah, considering all the damn Hamilton stuff I was hearing from... I don't hate Hamilton. I'm just tired of it because... Me, me too. I, I honestly... I, I, I feel that. I just, it's just... The women in my life like to play the music all the time. We'll just put it like that. Me too. Ooh, me too. It's so obnoxious. It's good. It's just when you hear it a hundred times, it's like, okay. It would have been fine. Like, I'll, have, I'll have moments where I binge, like, you know, Rage Against the Machine, but there's also times where I want to binge, like, uh, Johnny Cash or something, you know? Yeah, you want to mix it up a bit. Instead, it's it's... Alexander Hamilton and whatever, and it's just like oh. But now Borat won Best Musical or Comedy, which is I don't know if the first one won Best I, Comedy at the Golden Globes either. But hold I don't on. think it did. I don't think it did back in '06. I don't think it did either. But I'm, I want to make sure here. Um, did we check for you? It was nominated. Yeah, it lost to Dream. <clears throat> it lost to Dreamgirls. It, it was nominated for Best Motion Picture Comedy or Musical at the that year's Golden Globes. It lost to Dream Girls. Yeah. Oh well. But yeah, it um I think it was deserved. I don't think 
I'm going to laugh if Sasha Baron Cohen is nominated for an Oscar for playing Bullrat. I think he's more inclined to be nominated for an Oscar for if he wins, seven. I, but if he wins, I will give you $2,000. If he wins what? Best actor for Bullrat? If he wins best actor, I will give you two grand. <laughs> my life is over. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good bet for... Honest to God, if if Sacha Baron Cohen, because I there are so many stories about that man. I have to tell you probably after this because there was at least he hasn't uh, sexually assaulted anyone that we know of yet. We'll find out. Anyway, um, but uh, what? No, I think with the Golden Globes, I mean, you know, it's a pretty short discussion, but I mean, pretty basic. I remember people. Look, I mean, we have our opinions, um, and I'm not going to get too deep in this. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I remember reading an article where they're like, it didn't bring enough attention to world issues and things. And I'm like, it's a movie, sh- it's an award show, really? Uh, and, that, and does no one remember the Ricky Gervais Golden Globe? Uh, oh, yeah, because uh, it was um, who, who nominated it? Who posted it? It was Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ricky Gervais, we need you. Anyway, um, but yeah, overall, um, I think solid picks. I think most of those picks are going to probably repeat into the Oscars, um, at least for, I think Chadwick Boseman has a pretty good shot at winning Best Actor. Again, based off the buzz I'm hearing. And then um, I don't. I, I don't know who. Maybe Frances McDormand I've heard, or Carrie Mulligan for her movie. I would hope Frances McDormand, just because I do like her as an actress. But, again, I have not. I don't think I've seen her movie yet. But uh, And then supporting actor. Yeah, I could I could see that guy winning it. I could see. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, again, up in the air. But, um, you know. Again, Golden Globes, I don't think people care too much about them, but... Um, it's not the Oscars. No. But, I mean, it's a it's a nice, fun little thing to just, I guess, because the Oscars are about everything filmed, like sound editing, sound mixing, which I don't think anyone... A lot of people don't know the difference, and then you get things like um, cinematography and set design or whatever, production design, and... Yeah, do you yeah, know the difference? Things that... You know, not to sound all high and mighty, but things that you and I know about and we actually would care about who wins, I guess. But, um, ooh, someone went to college for AV tech. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. You just brought up some bad memories. That's not your fault, though. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Hmm? I was there for some of them. Yeah. I was thinking about uh, one of my jobs at work. But anyway. um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. um, But, yeah, that's that's our discussion about the Golden Globes. I know it's not a whole lot. Um, Yeah. This this wasn't really exactly our uh, forte was the Golden Globes. But we still, you know, let's talk about it. Yeah. I mean. It's worth knowing who won, and you know, like I said, a lot of these picks are probably going to be repeated at the Oscars if not nominated. Mm. I think it's going to be funny if uh, if he if Sasha Baron Cohen gets nominated for Borat. I don't think it's going to happen, but with the amount of movies that didn't come out this year, yeah, you know, I will give you two thousand dollars, and because my life will be over. 
I don't know. Did they actually have people at the Golden Globes? Because I know, like, with the winners, they, like, had them on live feed. And then... I don't think they did, to be honest with you. Um, I don't wouldn't remember hearing so much. Wouldn't that what? be so much easier if just, you know, they didn't have people in the audience and people just live stream from home? It would. It, mm. Like, you could get the whole ceremony done in, like, an hour and a half, two hours if you did that. It's true. Yeah. Rush it right along. And I think the Oscars this year are not going to have another host, right? This is like the third year in a row they haven't had a host. Not since Kevin Hart's thing. Nope. So. My God, that was three years ago. Oh, my God, that was. Yeah, do you think they're ever going to have another host? I mean, no, because they're they're just going to dig through the Twitter feed. Yeah, and uh, I don't think Ellen's ever going to get hosting again because she apparently is a terrible person. and. Ellen DeGeneres, I have heard, like, terrible things about Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, man. And, uh, yeah, uh, I don't, like, my mom used to watch Ellen, like, way back in the day. And I would, like, occasionally sit in and be like, oh, okay, ha, ha, ha. And now I don't even pay attention to Ellen DeGeneres. And then when I saw the whole thing where she wasn't paying anybody and doing this, I'm like, huh, let's mosey on over to her net worth. And I was like, wonder what her net it's more, oh, God, it was like an ungodly amount of money, but still. Let me see. Uh, but, yeah, I was like, you you definitely are just a terrible person, aren't you? Well, I don't know. Let me see here. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if anyone is going to ever, you know, host the Oscars again. Um, ooh, one little thing I did want to note is that um, – Coming to America comes out tomorrow, so I want to talk about that next time. Seeing ads on it um, for the Amazon thing, mm-hmm. I'm like, hell yes. Uh, Coming well, to America was a fantastic Eddie Murphy movie. Coming to America 2, I hope, hope holds up. Right. And then um, one thing I did want to notice is I, I note is that apparently the new Disney CEO – He's he's debating just never releasing movies in theaters again because people are just so used to, you know, having them directly on Disney Plus and whatnot now. It's just like... Well, it, the problem is they make a majority of their money from the theaters. Yeah. But I do understand this point of, well, are they even going to ever open back up? Mm-hmm. So I think it's like a um, wait and see. I guess because they don't know if theaters are ever open back up because they open back up, then yeah, put them back in the theater because more people are going to go watch it. But mm-hmm. if you don't and people just never go back to a theater and like AMC collapses. Honestly, if a movie's going to go straight to streaming, I'd rather watch it straight to streaming. So I don't have to spend money on popcorn and drinks and driving all the way out there, you know? Yeah, I get that. But I think it's because it's like that, like experience. I think it's what you're mostly paying for. Yeah, we I mean, in a theater. Like we know you're getting screwed with concessions. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But like it's like it's like, you know, you get like your sweetie, you go out to a movie, going's like you're paying well, for all the nice stuff. I mean, think about how much money people have been saving by not going to the movies, you know? Yeah, because it's yeah, God, because it's for the large combo is like what, fifteen bucks? That's just with one drink. With two drinks is like twenty bucks. Probably yeah. more now. Exactly. You're paying 10 tickets. You're basically giving away the equivalent of like, well, my job, it's like four or five hours of your life 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. So, anyway. Uh, let's see. Next week, we'll talk about Coming to America 2. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll um, talk about some other stuff. So, yeah. Thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed our random talking about Mad Max and the Golden Globes. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Check in with us next time. Thanks for listening. Yeah, you're all sweet.